and we kind of liked each other. I mean, we, we knew each other for a really long time, so, you know, I just said, I like you. She said, I like you. And we, I said, you want to open a restaurant in Chicago? She said, no, not really. And then she came here. <laughs> On this episode of Noteworthy, we've got the story of a husband and wife opening a new restaurant in Chicago. Timur, who's originally from Azerbaijan, and his wife, Ksenia, originally from Russia, tell the story of how they got started, where the inspiration came from, both for the restaurant itself and the items on the menu, and then which winter is more intense, Chicago or Russia. And if you're new to the show, what we do is record people's noteworthy stories to share now, but also to preserve those for future generations. So if you have a noteworthy story, whether that's you and, you and your family, you and your friends, co-workers, maybe it's a, a solo story, whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to hear your noteworthy stories. And for now, let's go ahead and, and hear from Timur and Ksenia as they tell us the origin story of House of Fire. Uh, my name is Timur. And Timur. my name is Ksenia. 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 Awesome. Yeah. And are you in the restaurant right now? Well, this yeah. is actually, uh, yeah, we are. This is a facility. So essentially what it is it does the food for to go uh, and take out. But we are planning to do a restaurant maybe and and the end of spring we'll see how it goes with the pandemic stuff and well yeah so i'd love to hear the the backstory of you know how how you got to chicago for starters and yeah and we'll, yeah just how, how'd you get to chicago well <clears throat> i got here about uh what 12 years ago or maybe more uh and then i went to high school here and then i just you know, worked around different restaurants while i was in college and moved to chicago hi this is Alicia. Hello. Alicia. Yes. Hey, Alicia. how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. My name is Timmer. Timmer, nice to meet you. Or Tim. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Yep. Oh, so Alicia's, Alicia's also on the team, and she's going to be the uh, the taster, the taste tester. Nice. I'm very excited. <laughs> Good. We're excited to share the food with you. So, uh, so twelve years ago, you, yes. um, and were you? Working in restaurants, or what was your yeah, background? Yeah, yeah, so I did. I started uh, at this small restaurant in suburbs in, in a Grays Lake oh. suburb. I worked there, um, and then I moved uh, to Palatine. I lived there, and I just went to college, local community college there. I did uh, some sports at that college, and then uh, I moved to the city, and I started doing this, uh, working at the little, little tiny butcher shop in uh, Ukrainian Village. And after that, I went to work at uh, Momotaro. So I worked for Boca Restaurant Group. Uh, worked with them. Did a bunch of stuff there. I did cooking, uh, just in the kitchen. Uh, worked with, uh, Little Goat after that. And then, uh, I went to switch my job. I went to actually to work for one of hospitality. So I worked there. I worked at the, uh, butchering. And then I went to Publican in 2016. So I worked there for almost two years um yeah i stuck around with that uh with uh, one of hospitality for about four years almost five years i because i after public and when the pst opened up i switched to pacific standard time it's a restaurant in um uh, river north area so i was there before uh the pandemic hit so right when the pandemic hit i left there and just the summer started i started working on my concept and uh here cooking food yeah. Nice. That's so, 
had that been on your mind for a while where you're like, I've got to start my own thing or well, uh, this is well, this has always been the goal for me. I don't think I've ever went to cooking and I went to in the kitchens because I, I wanted to, I mean, it was a, definitely a job for me. You know, I looked at it as a financial perspective, but then I also just thought I, my end goal is always to own my own restaurant, to do my own thing, to do my own place. And yeah, I started climbing that career ladder, you know, going to supervisor and then sous chef and then back to kitchen cook to back to supervisor. And I was just, it was exhausting. And I told myself, I set a goal that let's say by age 28, I will do this, you know, have my own kitchen, have my own restaurant. And that's, that's where I am so far. This is where, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think. I I did want to do an ethnic cuisine from from my country from Azerbaijan, um, but I just I was trying to find a way how I can connect it to the Western culture, right? Because opening just an ethnic restaurant was um, was like I could have done it, but I didn't want to just do that. I wanted to find a way to kind of bring it to people to the attention, you know, in a way that various other chefs done it before where you elevate a certain cuisine and make it interesting for the, you know, people in America and, you know, kind of, yeah. Hmm. Um, and, and so you mentioned, well, Layla, Layla, obviously, um, but is there a community of, of people from Azerbaijan? Yeah, like there, is, there is, there is, there is, there's a bunch of uh, Facebook groups. Well, there's one big Facebook group. Uh, there's one for uh, Azerbaijan people in Chicago. It's on Facebook. There is Instagram group. And I think there is one uh, big community which is based out of, I want to say Houston. This is where all the different states connect. Um, but yeah, there, there is a community. It's small and it's growing. Uh, Azerbaijan people are very close with Turkish people. So okay. in a way that like those two communities... Our two communities, they go hand-in-hand with each other. Uh, so you all notice, like, events happening. Those communities are always together. Um, but Azerbaijan, like, specifically from that country, from my country, uh, is smaller. There is a smaller amount of uh, immigrants from that country, right? But it's growing. It's been growing for the past five years. So, so yeah, we'd love to hear about the, the concept and what kinds of food you're making and, and what's the, the overall vision for it. Well, the vision, uh, the vision is to... Uh, but the ideology behind the food for me is to make food is uh, it's always been to kind of make it good, make it fresh every day and make it um, affordable. You know, I don't I've done fine dining places. I worked in many places where it's like everything is expensive, a la carte menus. And I love a la carte menus. This is what I want to do. But my goal was to make sure you can feed people and not ch- charge them, you know, too much money, you know, and give them the food kind of uh so they understand it, you know. It's important the person understands the food, the flavors of it. Um, a lot of, in Azerbaijan, a lot of cooking rolls around vegetables, very veg- vegetable-based ba- things. Um, a lot of lamb is used in cooking. as a meat source. Lamb and chicken is popular. Uh, beef is popular, but not that much, mostly for dishes which are, like, braised and stuff. Pilaf, like rice, rice dishes are really popular. Uh, to, yeah, that that comes from Iran because Azerbaijan is a country. It was always what is called a silkway, so a lot of uh, trading trades 
uh, mm-hmm. going up to Europe or, you know, like, what is that, Russia over there, uh, to like, you know, they, they went through Azerbaijan. So what is known as Silkway, and it came from Persia and it came from Turkey, so they connected there. So Azerbaijan always, uh, like kind of adopted that, uh, culture of Iran, Persia, which is like a lot of rice-based dishes, cooking a lot of rice and adopted to its own kind of topography. So, you know, a lot of vegetables used as a sides, you know. So rice would always be cooked separate from sides. So you'd have a certain rice and sides to it. Never mixed together. Huh? Kutab, yeah, she's reminding me. Kutabs, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I, have you seen the picture of the menu at all? Or I, no? Are we? Um, your wife sent over some of the, yeah. the photos. And, and so, it, so does the menu stay the same, or do you change it each. Uh, so eat, well, what I want to do in the future is I do want to change the menu when the restaurant is like on the ground and it's brick and mortar and people are coming in. Uh, as of right now, it's staying the same because uh, changing things really often is hard since we don't know the potential of the place yet. So, uh, but yeah, the right now it's the menu as you see it. That's what that's what we have. Um, there's this thing called kutabs. And it's essentially like a really popular street snack. It's it's a pocket of dough, um, and it's filled with like various things, uh, greens. I we I, I like that I like that dish because it kind of it can be adapted to various allergies, various people with like you know, vegans, vegetarians, and stuff like that. Uh, like there are a lot of people who don't eat meat, and they maybe don't want. Uh, you know, to eat certain products, and we have greens, we have butternut squash, those products that are stuffed inside, and then it gets, like, grilled quickly. And, uh, yeah, super, super simple thing, but super tasty. But Oh, the dumplings. Yeah, the dumplings. We do have dumplings, too. Actually, I'll, I'll, I wanted to have a dumpling, the place called Dumpling House, which is just separate dumplings. Uh-huh. Yeah, but for now, we just have a dish on the menu here that's called uh, Azerbaijan dumplings, called Gurza. Uh, it's named after like a snake because it looks like a snake. Like, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, um, because Layla, they're opening a second place. Uh, yeah. Kind of a tapas type of place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I talked to the dry hop brewers, they obviously had multiple concepts in mind. Yeah. Um, so do you think like that too, where you've got a few mul- uh, multiple ideas or just the? Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Actually, I'm, I'm working on a second, second, well, second and third concept. I already, I have, I have them ready. One is called um, Happy Bowl. Uh, basically, all all it is is it's a bowl concept. Nothing new. I mean, uh, it's just the way it's it's consists of like Middle Eastern items, you know, rice and stuff, and uh, different proteins. You know, you can get no protein, you can get like something else. And then the third concept right now, it's called Thank the Bird. So yeah, so it's uh, fried chicken sandwiches. That's the fried chicken sandwiches, like Southern Fair, uh, different kind of small bites and stuff like that. Scratch okay. everything made from scratch. So you're gonna. Like do all of those within your first concept and like test those things out or? Uh, yeah, well, um, I want to, I'm going to run them because, so the good thing about this kitchen allows me to kind of do multiple things out of it and I can just run them all on, on various platforms like Uber Eats, DoorDash, GrabHub. Uh, see how they go, you know, I'm expecting the th- thing, the bird I'm expecting to be pretty popular. Um, cause yeah. you know, it's fried chicken, uh, fried chicken sandwiches, people, 
Yeah, even Chicago will always like the fried chicken sandwiches. Um, and then there is a fourth, fourth, another concept which is like it has to do with a different thing. It's like uh, fish-based restaurants. Okay, uh, but it's just in the works yet. So, yeah. So the team. Tell me about the team. It's you, your wife, and it's me. It's my wife. Hey. And then it's uh, my sous chef. His name is Eduardo. Okay. He's not here, unfortunately. Well, he's with us. This is Eduardo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, nice. he yeah he he has something to do at home today. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's him, me, my wife, and that's it for now. I have a couple other friends who uh, could have helped out, but I just I don't make enough money to like pay right now. So my payroll is really small. So um, I just, you know, whenever I need help, I ask for help. But as of right now, we're, we're just three of us. Well, I was just going to ask what your favorite thing on the menu is to eat. <laughs> My favorite thing? I, I yeah. We have this thing called doner, which is uh, essentially a, a version mm-hmm. of... Uh, yeah, doner. Uh, it's, it's like a sandwich. It's like a street sandwich made with, like, chicken uh, or meat or, you know, and then vegetables... I like it because it's quick and easy, and I just grew up kind of whenever I go back home, I always get it. Um, yeah. Oh, and cuckoo, the green, the green frittata. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I looked at the menu today, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, that's a frittata. I like frittata, green, green. Yeah. And yeah. it's cold, right? Did I yes. see that? Yes. Okay. Oh, and cauliflower and nuggets. Ooh. Cauliflower mm. nuggets. Tell me about those. Oh, those are just, those are the thing we came up with. We essentially we just tested. I I was like, how can you make you know chicken nuggets are great. Everybody loves them, but the uh, right. The, I just wanted something that's not made with chicken or you know processed meat. So I was like, well, I'm gonna make. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't mind regular chicken nuggets. I love them, but I wanted to come up with like cauliflower nuggets, and I just immediately got this idea in my head, and we just started working on recipes, and yeah, we just came up with this like fried thing which tasted delicious was I don't want to say, I want to say it's healthier because we can make it it's we basically make it gluten free and we make it whatever uh but very good very good stuff and I can't think of another place that does cauliflower nuggets I don't yeah know. no that sounds yeah. awesome yeah. cauliflower is big right now too it is it is it's huge yeah exactly so like you know I was always you whenever you eat cauliflower you know it's cauliflower you know that's right. a, yeah. But like, you eat those nuggets, it's like you eat them and it's just like, oh, I don't know what it is. And you bite into it and it does look like there's a texture of cauliflower inside of it, but it doesn't taste like cauliflower. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool. Um, so within the, within the team, so so you're doing the cooking, you got the, the sous chef doing a lot of cooking. Um, what, what's your, your wife working on too? She's a media person. She's actually, she has a background of PR and stuff. So she worked with like various like fashion brands, uh, but she just started helping me out with this. So she's she knows a lot about how to do the, you know, tech stuff. She does all the she does all the marketing, and then she just you know. Hi guys. So Hi. English and I'm not speaking to you. <laughs> no worries. Oh. I'm sure you're a lot better than you're giving yourself and credit for. Uh, something for me. Uh. So what's the ordering? The ordering process, uh, could you walk me through that? It's all through, like, Grubhub and stuff? Yeah, so you essentially can find us on Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, uh, Postmates. Postmates. And I think that's it right now. 
we are working on doing our own, like ordering from directly from the website uh, with the toast thing. But uh, right now you can only do delivery platforms. So go in there, pick whatever you want. We get those orders here and just send the food out. And uh, it's easy to find new clients for us. Uh, it's a new restaurant. Nobody knows us. And uh, these platforms give us uh, new clients and uh, new people. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic. Oh, that's what I, I lost it for a second. But the, the question I was thinking about was, like, where do you get the food and uh, what's the behind the scenes look like? Well, I mean, cer- certain things we go shopping, uh, you know, we I get from like farms, local farms that I used to work with before. And then certain things we go for a restaurant depot, you know, uh, certain things we buy at like small shops, like specialty shops, like Arabic shops. I get my rice from, you know, a small Arabic shop here, which imports the rice. Um yeah, not- about kutabs? Ah, kutabs, the dough for kutabs. Mm-hmm. It comes mm-hmm. from uh, Azerbaijan, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Cool. So it gets shipped to me like every once a week because there's a there's a cargo plane that flies from Azerbaijan here, and I just order dough and they bring it to me here. Nice. You know, so it has to be here in exactly one day, otherwise it goes bad because it can't stay cool cool too long. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. That's it's flash. Yeah. Sorry, Тим will translate. Можешь сказать, что а, сама сложность, то, что люди не знают, они типа им сложно пробовать, потому что люди не знают кухню. Ah, the most the most difficult thing is like it's hard. It, the hardest part is to get people to try things they don't know. You know, yeah. certain mm-hmm. things. Because like when you when you when you're in a restaurant, let's say, and you and you come to a certain restaurant, and you're just given a menu, and it tells you like, okay, this is menu for today. Uh, assembled by this team, you kind of get to try it because you know this. This is just uh, you. You are told to like here, try this. This is good, but mm-hmm. here we can't really do that because it's hard to kind of sell. People don't know what it is, you know. They, so we're trying. Yeah. We want to send you the food too, so you try it yourself and you know more about uh, Azeri cuisine. Yep. Yeah. I'll that's try anything should. that you think I should try. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Challenges with the the pandemic? Uh, any or or is it easier because you're doing uh, delivery and? Well, uh, go going in the challenge I thought was going to be the fees. You know the fees that companies collect, but they're not. They weren't because they they the city of Chicago kind of helped it, helped all of that. They did. They set a fifteen percent cap on all the delivery platform fees, so that was mm-hmm. kind of good. Uh, but other than that, um, you know, no, not, no really challenges. Just uh, trying to spread the word out to kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no really challenges. What do you mean, no challenges? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, favorite, what was your favorite place to work between Little Goat and Boca and all the places uh-huh. you were? To be quite honest with you, I think most fam- favorite one is the Publican. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was Publican. It was the most difficult and most my favorite place to be. Yeah. 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 And how did how did you two meet? What's uh, well, we actually, there? Yeah, we we met. We went to school together. Yeah. Nice. Where where at? Uh, I went. So you know, uh, my family's from Azerbaijan, but I moved. Uh, to Moscow when I was little in Russia 
and I uh, went to school there. So, yeah, with her. And we were friends for a really long time, and then we met at the wedding, our friend's wedding, and we kind of liked each other. I mean, we we knew each other for a really long time, so, you know, I just said, I like you, she said, I like you, and we... I said, you want to open a restaurant in Chicago? She said, no, not really. And then she came here. (laughs) (laughs) What's Chicago winter or Russia winter? What's the what's the more intense winter? Okay, she says Russia, but this says she she the winds here are stronger, so okay, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, she has her she has her clothing brand. It's called Whippy. See the color of this? What? I'm just, I'm just, uh, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. She made, yeah, she, she, she's the CEO of a children's clothing brand called the Weepy. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, so if you have kids, let us know. We're going to send them clothes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Do you have a, a website for that too? Yeah. 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 What's a website? But theweepy.com. Theweepy.com. But it's yeah. only in Russia, in Moscow. Yeah. Again, well, which I, she's trying to move it here too, so. Mm. Yeah. Families, uh, are, are they here too, or are still my back? My mom is here, and my brother is here. Uh, my dad is in uh, Russia. So, yeah. yeah. My family in Russia. Her family in Russia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just us. Do you, uh, you know, pre-COVID, how often do you get back over there? Pre-COVID? No. Oh, often. I mean, once a year, maybe, if I can. If not, maybe once in two years. Yeah. Actually, I'm here only two months or three months. Yeah. She only moved here three months ago. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's not long at all. No. No. Oh, okay. We, she, she says she wants... <laughs> She wants people to feel the soul of Azerbaijan people when they eat the food. Yeah. Yeah, There's something that people cook at every family household, kind of, you know, to share and, you know, enjoy together and 